Hi there, this is Harry. Welcome back to Advanced English Lessons with Harry, where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language, to help you with your conversational skills, your business English skills, interview skills, whatever your goals are, we're here to help. And for those of you and your friends or family who want one-to-one -one lessons, well, you know what to do. Just get in touch, www.englishlessonviaskype.com, and you can apply for a free trial lesson, and we'd be very happy to hear from you and very happy to help you. So, in this advanced English class, we're looking at collocations, and we're looking at collocations connected or related to achievements. Now, achievements are as a topic that frequently comes up in IELTS exams and other proficiency tests. So it has come up quite a few times in the last few years. They ask about an achievement. They, can, they might also ask about topics relating to a goal. So some of these words and expressions are words and expressions that you can use when you're talking about achievements or goals. So it'll help you when you're preparing for those all-important proficiency exams, as I said, IELTS or Cambridge exams, whatever it might be. So I've got, as always, and you know the drill by now, I've got 10 particular examples. I'm going to give them to you and then I'm going to go back and give you situations when you can use them. To pursue a dream. Well, we all dream. We all have our dreams. We all like to think that we're going to be able to achieve or get that dream in the end. So to pursue a dream means to go after. So when you pursue something, you go after it. A cat will pursue a mouse or a bird. A dog will pursue the ball if you kick it and throw it far enough. Or if you try to catch up with your friend who's cycling faster than you, you will pursue him. Or finally, the police will pursue a robber until they capture him and they put him in prison. So pursue is about the chase. It's about the achievement. It's about the attainment of that particular dream. So if you have a dream and you want to pursue the dream, then you have to plan and you have to see how you go about getting there. Sometimes we never get there, but sometimes we do. Ticker boxes, they say, you know, the thing about the bucket list, when you achieve something that you've wanted to do or you, you've finally got to that place where you wanted to visit or that particular position in the company, whatever it might be, you tick the box, another box ticked. So to pursue a dream is to go after that particular dream. Primary goal. Well, a primary goal, anything primary is a number one position. The premier, yeah, the premier of the company, the prime minister, the number one minister. So your primary goal is your main objective. If it's in business, your primary goal might be to get to your next assessment. You might get assessed every six months. That could be your primary goal. Or your boss might give you your key objectives. Yeah. So your objective, your primary goal for the next six months is to make sure that all of those key objectives have been met, in which case then you get a much better assessment and perhaps you'll get the salary increase or whatever is attached to that in some form of a bonus payment. So your primary goal is to do that. In a game of football, the primary goal, and we're not using a pun here, the primary goal is to win the match. Professional team, at all costs, we have to win. Or at worst, we have to avoid defeat so we don't lose 
ground on the other team. So the primary goal is your main objective. What are you trying to achieve? Number three is an attainable goal or an attainable target. The word attainable means something that you can actually get. Okay, Very, very little point and very, very disheartening if the goals that are set by a boss are not attainable, meaning you have no chance of getting them. He doesn't want to pay you the bonus. He doesn't want to give you the increase. So he sets the target so high that he knows and you know very quickly that there is no chance that you're going to be able to attain those particular targets or goals. So an attainable target is really, really important because it helps you with your confidence. If you believe that it's something you can attain, then you will work harder to get it. If you believe it's unattainable, the opposite, unattainable, then you'll just give up because there's little point. What is the point? If I'm not going to get it, there's no point putting in the work. So an attainable goal, not an easy goal, an attainable goal, something if you apply yourself, if you work hard, if you do what you do best, then you will attain that goal or that target. So it's something that you can reach. Okay. So if you want to run the marathon, 40 kilometers, it's an attainable target but only if you do the practice the build-up the you know you run the two kilometers and then the four kilometers and then the six and the eight and the ten and so on you build up the stamina in your leg so at some stage you'll be able to run 15 20 25 you never actually in the training program run a full 40 kilometers because that's the ultimate goal on the day. So you're building up all the time the stamina. So when you get to that particular day of the race, you'll be able to finish it. It doesn't matter whether you finish in two hours 20 or three hours 20, you will have achieved your particular target. You'll have reached your attainable goal and target by finishing your marathon. Strive for success. To strive for something means to work really hard. Okay. You go to school, you strive for success in your exams, you do your homework, you do your study, you do your preparation, you sit the exams, you're su successful in the exams, you're striving all the time for success. You get to the last two years of your school run knowing that you need certain points to get to university. So you strive for success to achieve the highest points that you can get so that you can do the course that you want to, to do. Okay, so striving for success is about working in a smart way to get the end result that you want, to strive for success. Now, we all strive or we can all strive. It doesn't mean we'll all be successful. Things can happen. We get a bad exam paper or we don't understand something so well. So it might not always happen and you might have to do it a second time or work a little bit harder. But the overall objective is to strive for success, to try your best to get that particular goal. So strive for success. Often when we do a test or we try to improve, uh, particularly in the work environment, we do so because we are motivated and usually we are financially motivated. So this is the next collocation, financially motivated. It's one of the easiest ways to motivate people. Often they will ask you, well, what's in it for me? If I do this, what will I get? If I achieve my business goals, what will I get? If I sell 20 cars, 
what will I get? So financially motivated is the easiest way to motivate people, okay? Particularly salespeople, this is the thing that they get. You know, how much money am I going to get as a bonus, okay? So to be fun, to have financial awareness, to be financially motivated is a good way to get those particular achievements, to get those particular goals. And once you set down clearly what the financial reward will be and they can see the financial motivation, you won't have to do anything else. So achieving something by way of financial motivate motivation. So to be financially motivated can, for some people, be really, really important. Some people are motivated by other things, by just the fact that they do it. But 99.9% of the time, and then from a business perspective, people are more likely to be motivated financially than any other way. To overcome obstacles is our next co-location. Overcome obstacles. There are always problems. There are always blocks. There are always barriers. These are what we call obstacles. And if we want to achieve something, we often have to get over or around those particular obstacles. The obstacles could be physical. The obstacles could be an aspect of knowledge or understanding on your part. So if you want to achieve something, you need to know what it is to achieve. You need to know what knowledge you have to have, what tools you have to have so that you can achieve that particular goal or that particular target. So to overcome obstacles, well, you need to be prepared for that. It could be a language barrier. You need to learn the language. It could be an IT barrier or obstacle. So you have to understand what is needed, what you need to know. Maybe you need to improve your skills on spreadsheets. Maybe you need to know how to use the different platforms. Whatever the obstacle is, you have to overcome that obstacle. And to overcome means to defeat or understand it in such a way that it is no longer an obstacle for you. And then you'll get your ultimate achievement. Time constraints. Well, Often when we are set particular goals or targets, there's a particular time limit. It might be the end of the quarter, the end of the six months, whatever the financial year is in, in the company. So you have to achieve these particular targets in this quarter. And if you achieve them in this quarter, then you'll get your reward in the form of a bonus. So there is a time constraint. Or if you're writing a document or a paper, you might have a time constraint of days or weeks. So the boss is waiting to have the paper so he can submit it to the board for approval. So he tells you, well, you've got till next Friday or the following Friday, then you and I can sit down and discuss it and then we can correct it and we'll only send it to the board when I'm absolutely happy to do so. So he puts in place certain time constraints and you have to work towards those targets. What is the time constraint? When you're doing exams at school, the exams are set by the education board. So you know that the exam is going to take place in May or June every year. So that's your time constraint. You have to work to get all the information on that course understood and known before you sit the exam. So that's your time constraint. When you actually sit down to do the exam, there's a time constraint of hours. Paper one, one hour. Paper two, one hour and a half. Paper three, two hours. Whatever it might be, there's a time constraint. And there's no point writing on the end of the paper, I ran out of time, because you should know what the time constraint is, how quickly you can 
right answers. That's why we do preparation. That's why we do mock exams so we can practice all about time constraints so that we can do our answers in the time that is and has been allotted. Once you do it satisfactorily, you'll achieve your ultimate goal. So time constraints. To reach your target, well, that's the really, really important point when you actually get there and you can sit back and say, job done, job done satisfactory. So you have a target to sell 20 cars. At the end of the first quarter, you've sold five. At the end of the first six months, you've sold 10. So you have another 10 to sell in the last six months. So you're moving well. But if you get to the month 10 or month 11 and you've still got five cars to sell, you might feel under a little bit of pressure. But when you ultimately sell that last car three, four days before the end of the year, yeah, you're really happy you have reached your particular target. And again, whatever the target is you set yourself, whether it's the training for the marathon, you reach a target. On day seven, you're supposed to run seven or eight kilometers. Bingo, you did it. On day 12 or 14, you've got to run eight kilometers in a faster time than you did the previous week. Bingo, you do it. So once you reach your target, you've got that satisfaction. Job done. So to reach your target. Number nine is... A crowning moment. A crowning moment means, well, when a king or queen are crowned, that's the moment when the crown is placed on their head. So the crowning moment is the the last particular detail. The crowning moment could be when your boss comes back and tells you, yeah, the board have accepted the document. They've accepted the proposals. Well done, job. Well done. We can move ahead. Yeah, so that's your crowning moment. You reach a target, you sell the 20 cars and your boss comes in and says, wow, that's a really great performance. I didn't really expect you to do it. I really thought those targets were really, really tight, but well done you. So the reward will come when we review the bonuses in a couple of weeks, your crowning moment. That's the moment when you can sit back with satisfaction, knowing that you achieved what you did, you overcome, you've overcome the obstacles, You've got to where you wanted to and it's been accepted. You've got the board approval or your manager approval. You get a nice slap on the back and you get financially rewarded. Okay, so that's your crowning moment. And then finally, the last collocation about achievements is to fulfill ambitions. It's great to have ambitions. It's even better to fulfill them. The feeling you get when you achieve that, when you fulfill those ambitions, to make the school football team, to throw the javelin an extra three or four meters, to get picked to be the lead role in the school play. Whatever the target is, whatever your goals are, whatever those plans and dreams are, when you fulfill the ambitions, that's when you feel really, really good. So to fulfill something means to complete, okay? To fulfill your dream, fulfill your ambition, achieve what you wanted to achieve, finish that race, get that position or part in the play, take part in the football team, run the race as fast as you can. Whatever your dream was and you fulfill the ambition, you can feel really, really good. So there are 10 co-locations, advanced English. They're all really good words to use. And remember what I said, 
These can come in handy when you're looking at IELTS and other proficiency exams because they often ask you about, tell me about an achievement or tell me about something that you achieved. So some of these words and expressions and phrases are what you can use when you're trying to pass that particular test. Okay, so let me give them to you one more time. So as I said, there are 10. To pursue a dream, your primary goal, an attainable goal or an attainable target, strive for success, to be financially motivated, to be able to overcome obstacles, time constraints that might be there, time constraints, reach your target, the crowning moment, and then finally to fulfill ambitions, fulfill your particular ambitions. Okay, so practice those, you know the drill, Practice them, see how you can introduce them into your particular conversations, see how you can use them. Make sure you can understand them. If you don't, come back. We can give you other examples. I'm really happy to help you, always happy to hear from you. www.englishlessonviaskype.com. Give me a shout if you need anything else. I appreciate when you watch and learn. This is Harry saying goodbye and join me for the next lesson.